Anna with Identity-Based Nutrition, and in this podcast, I'm going to unpack the five steps to intuitive eating. And I'm, I chose this um, topic because I just returned from an amazing experience. I co-led a health retreat in Santa Fe, New Mexico. It's called the Naked Retreat, and it was a five-day health retreat to help women really unlock the radiant health that's within them. And we talked about intuitive eating there and some of the ins and outs of it. And I just want to share a little bit more about that and uh, why it's important and how to do it because it can be a, a subject that people feel really lost. And um, some people don't even know, like, what, what do you mean by intuitive eating? So let me just start by uh, defining that for you. Um, I, I call, basically define intuitive eating as learning the language of your unique individual body. Your body has a way of communicating with you. And when you tune into your intuition and your instinct, with, which by the way is God's um, gift to you, for you to be able to understand like what your body needs and when. And because there's so much um, noise out there from other people, other people's opinions, there's lots of health opinions out there, there's lots of confusing messages, someone will say, this diet works for you, or this food is good for you, this supplement, and then maybe you try it and it doesn't work, or you you're, you confuse yourself because you're like, man, this I feel like this should be working and it's not. And I had this experience so much having grown up in the health realm and there's so many great things out there and knowing like what is right for my body at what time and plus all the variables like I've been a dancer at one time and I've had different schedules and you know an age and there's lots of different factors right so how do we know what diet nutritional protocol quote unquote what is right for us how do we know So that is, like intuitive eating is really learning how to find the right diet for you. So the first thing I want to say here is that remember that your body, not only does it have the wisdom for healing you, but also knows exactly how to communicate with you. And the way it communicates to you is through pain and pleasure. So pain is the symptoms that we get, the uncomfortable symptom of a headache or a runny nose or pain, like physical pain, um, you know, joint pain through, you know, for women through like our menstrual period being heavy or crampy. We get all these symptoms, right? And if we know how to listen to the symptoms so that we can cleanse all the toxins out of the system and then restore the nutrients, then we're on the right track. That's what the body's always trying to do is give us those signals, those messengers, those symptoms, so we can clear away the stuff that's not working and find out what does work. So remembering that there's the, the pain is only trying to point you the way home. And then remember, your, your body's always, like health is really all about just feeling good. <laughs> it's all about learning how to feel good inside your own skin. And so whenever you find foods that make you feel good, that's your aha, like that. Remember that. That made me feel good. Um, whenever I have this particular food protocol or I eat these particular foods, I notice I feel good. Take note of that, mental note. So that's intuitive eating. And, um, you know, it's so interesting to me that with intuitive eating, it's something that we do. I mean, eating is something we do every day. Food is something that we live with 
you know, every single day, our bodies are something we live in 24 seven. And it's so interesting that we learn the languages of, you know, like a foreign language, like Spanish or French or, you know, language arts in school, but we never learn the language of our own bodies. So learning its language is just key and understanding what some of the pitfalls can be, um, is just, is huge. So that's why I want to help you with a little bit. So I'm going to go through the five keys to intuitive eating. Key number one, the first thing we have to do is we have to trade confusing foods for congruent foods. So confusing foods are foods that confuse the signals your body is trying to give you as to what foods work and what don't work. So the confusing foods are processed foods. They're they're processed to such a point your body doesn't even recognize it as food. Um, Or for example, like sugar is very, very processed. It's going to, for a short amount of time, it's going to confuse your system enough to where you seem like you're feeling good. But then it gives you a crash. And so it's actually, um, um, <laughs> it's kind of deceptive. So another you know, thing would be caffeine. You know, caffeine can make you feel like, oh, I've got all this extra energy. But it's actually not extra energy. It is stealing the energy, uh, kind of making your adrenals work harder so that you feel more energetic. Then there's a crash later. It's kind of borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. So um, there's, there's the... If you've done my work, you've done any work with me, you've had like a list of confusing foods, which are mostly the processed crap food out there. And you want to trade that for congruent foods. Now, congruent foods are foods that are whole and live and pure, just like you are a whole, live, pure human being. You need whole, live, pure foods to live. And when we trade those confusing foods for the congruent ones, and I could do a whole like podcast just on this, but I'm going to go through it quickly. Um, the congruent foods are the foods that your body recognizes as food and they, it doesn't confuse the signals. And so the body's signals are functioning. Everything's communicating well. And so then it's going to give your brain the correct signal to say, oh yeah, we need more of that. We need less of that. You start to get the signals right. But when we've got a bunch of confusing foods in there and it's confusing the signals, you're just going to end up feeling really confused. <laughs> it's going to end up hijacking the natural process, the natural intuition. Um, you'll notice this with children. Children are by nature very intuitive until the confusing foods are introduced to them. Once the confusing foods are introduced, they get they get confused about their own body signals. So um, we have to just really watch um, those confusing foods, throwing them in there, because then we're not as able to be intuitive and and keep things clear internally. Okay, that's number one. Number two. One of the biggest things that can hijack our ability to know when we're hungry and what we're hungry for is that we're constantly dehydrated. So number two is hydrate. Um, Make sure you have pure water and start your day with water. Um, you know, drinking a fair amount of water in the morning to help your body cleanse out the, the, the junk, the toxins that have been accumulated from the day before. And then when you get hungry, go ahead and eat. But before that, you want to make sure that you're really hydrated because um, dehydration can mask itself as a mild hunger. And so you might not actually be hungry some of the time. You might just actually be dehydrated. And um, nothing can replace water. 
No other liquid, not even lemon water. We need the pure water coursing through our body in order to clear away all that crap. So a good visual I like is if you've seen Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, that movie, there's a part in there where... um, the 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 dam breaks and the uh, you know the ends are taking back the land that was stolen from them, and they break the dam and all the water comes rushing down the mountainside, and it's like filling up the the lower part of the valley and it's breaking down like all of the the things that the the dark side the enemy has made all the construction and and that water is just like flowing through and it's just clearing out all the stuff and as it's clearing through you see the dirty water just like being pushed out by all the clean water it's a beautiful picture this is what happens in our bodies whenever we are hydrating we're clearing out all of the junk and so let your let your system have that waterfall every single day of clear water cleansing through so that you can feel into your body and ask, you know, am I really even hungry and what do I need? Everything will be clearer inside. So hydrating is a huge key to be able to be intuitive. Sometimes before I eat, I'll just drink a big glass of water um, before I even ask myself what I'm hungry for because it could just be that I'm thirsty. Okay, number three, experiment and explore. Here's the thing that most of us get a little bit like insecure about is um, we want to find we want to have the safety of some sort of diet that someone says works so that we can feel like confident that it works we don't have to we don't have to think about it we don't have to figure it out we don't really have to listen to our bo- listen to our bodies and and that's not um, to sound critical it's just that we haven't been given tools to know how to do that so um, so the idea of tuning into our own bodies and learning it and listening to it is a bit of a foreign concept for many of us, and it can feel a little bit scary, which is why it's so much easier to just revert back to a diet book or someone's protocol. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. There are times when we need those protocols in order to get us to the place where we can learn intuitive eating. So really feel around and ask yourself, where, where am I at? Do I need to do a protocol before I learn how to eat intuitively? That may be what you need right now just to clear away enough stuff and give you more of a structure. But if you find that every time you try to stick to a diet or a structure that you're, it's not working, then you might be ready to start some intuitive eating. Okay, so back to number three, experiment and explore. Really learning how to try new things and notice how they work for your body. So like, for example, you might try, you know, it's like, you might try, okay, if I eat in the morning, how do I feel? You know, I try that for a few days. If I eat eggs in the morning, do I feel great? Do I feel sluggish by, you know, 11 o'clock a.m.? If I drink a green juice in the morning, do I feel energized? Um, If I eat heavier later and lighter earlier, if I try eating heavier earlier and lighter foods later, or if I try um, spreading out, like making sure I have more like two bigger meals a day, or if I do spread out my meals and do like six small meals a day, like how do I feel? Experimenting with the times that you eat, experimenting with different foods, this is the process of just learning your own body. Like what works for me and what doesn't work for me? And um, that is this you're learning like communication skills and like relationship skills basically with your own body. And it will serve you for the rest of your life because if you can do it within yourself, you can do it with anyone else. 
is that most of the time we haven't learned how to communicate and have a relationship within ourselves. So then it becomes a lot harder to do with other people. Um, which again is a whole other podcast altogether. So experimenting with different foods, different times of eating, um, can really help you learn how to become an intuitive eater. Cause you start to notice, do I feel good when I do this? Do I feel lethargic? Do I feel heavy? Do I feel energized? Which leads me to number four, which is learning to feel your body. So most of us have grown up with a lot of um, emphasis on our minds. Like if we, like we have an idea, we, we um, if we we think it's good, then we just plunge on ahead, even if we feel bad. So learning how to feel your body and orient towards what feels good is a huge part of intuitive eating. So I notice for me, for example, if I start my day with a big, beautiful green juice, I feel really good. And then, you know, fairly quickly, I'm going to want to have like a sweet potato or a salad or something. And that like feels really good for me. I was talking to my twin sister the other day and she was like, she notices she feels really good if she starts her day with scrambled eggs. That's what does it for her. And we were cracking up about how different we are, even though we're identical twins. And it's just an example of the bio-individuality of every single person and each person just noticing what feels good inside their own body and um, learning to orient towards that. The other thing that can help you learn to feel your body is to do practices that will help you become more integrated. Things like deep breathing or yoga um, will help you start to feel your body rather than just live stuck in your mind of, I think this is good. I have this um, philosophy that this food is good, but it doesn't actually feel good inside my body. So it really is learning how to feel into your body. So one of the things I like to do is I like to take five deep breaths before I make a meal and ask, like, I ask my body, like, what do you want? And, you know, the body is more than happy to give us information. And so I'll, I'll get a sense of like, if I feel into the idea of eating avocado, does that feel good? Or, you know, I've, I have a sweet potato, does that feel good? Or, you know, so um, they're learning how to feel then gives you some options and, and you kind of start to, to notice when I feel this way, I need this food. And I'll give you another more tangible way of, of working with that too. Okay, so um, number five. And this is one that those of you who are the more, that um, you need more structure, more rules, or you feel like you're never doing enough, or you're not getting it right, or you tend towards being more self-critical. I have lots of compassion for you. Um, but number five is just relax. Intuitive eating is kind of like a flow. It's not like, um, it's not a rigid thing. It's not like an ice wall. It's more like a river. There's a flow with it. You don't have to worry about getting it right. It's more of like an adventure. And your body is super adaptable. Like it's not like standing there, you know, like looking over your shoulder being like, no, 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 you didn't get it right. You didn't get it right. Let go and just relax. And, and when you, whatever it is you choose to eat, just trust that it's right and just move on. Um, but when, if, you, if you're getting stuck in that cycle of like, oh, I'm never doing it right, like relaxing is a huge key. It's, like I said, if you're eating congruent foods and you're doing even just a little bit of noticing what your body likes and doesn't like, then you're doing it and you just need to give yourself a big pat on the back. 
Okay, so I've made a way to um, make this easier for you. And there's a cookbook that I um, put out, uh, I guess about a year ago, that is called Tuning Fork. And Tuning Fork is a cookbook that is built differently than any cookbook I've ever seen. I thought it was kind of fun. And it's based around feelings. It's based around tuning into your body. That's why it's called Tuning Fork. Tuning into your body to find out what is it that my body is needing to kind of feel and sense. And there's, there's five needs and feelings. So the need for energy, nourishment, satisfaction, comfort, and sweetness. So the way it's divided up is in those five categories. And then I have the foods that fit each of those categories and then the recipes that fit each of those categories. So I've just made um, a, a way to, to like simplify this process for you. And um, by the way, the confusing foods versus congruent foods, um, the lists are in there, as well as seven different little tidbits, uh, little keys, little secrets to be an, an intuitive eater. And those are all, it's all listed in the cookbook. It's a full color cookbook. You get it via um, PDF, so you can just put it up on your computer, or your iPad, or your iPhone. It's right there and um, makes it super simple, you know, when you're cooking or baking um, anywhere. You know, it doesn't have to be at home. Or if you need to whip it out and look at it when you're at a restaurant um, to feel into what is my body needing and wanting, it has some, it'll give you some nice keys and a little bit more foundation for um, getting used to this process of intuitive eating rather than just living by cravings or by old patterns or old associations. You really get to start to live from the congruency of uh, foods that, that really work for you. All right, so there's so much more I want to say, but I'm going to keep it short today. I really hope this has been helpful for you. As always, feel free to reach out. There is another retreat that's going to be coming up in June, so stay tuned if you're interested in that. Um, We talk more about intuitive eating. We clear away what's blocking you from really being able to move forward. It's a fantastic event. Um, There's always one-on-one coaching. And check out that cookbook. You can go to my website, Identity basednutrition.com and it's on the front page and you click on it it'll take you right there all right much love to you all and i'll speak to you again soon bye